I'd like to begin by acknowledging the traditional custodians of the land of which we are gathered today, the Gubbi Gubbi people, and pay my respects to elders past, present and emerging. So weird. Uh, I know why. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm an idiot. <laughs> oh, that's all right. Is it working now? Yeah. Um, yes. I had the output set to my mic. Oh, good. That'll do it. See. Like, it's obviously you. <laughs> yeah, fully. Yeah. Uh, this ain't my first rodeo. Oh shit! Um, I'm such no, an amateur. Okay. No, you're smashing it. This is good. <laughs> Okay, sick. Do you want to hit record on our individual things at the same time so it's easier for you to sync or you're going to be okay? That makes sense. Okay. It's a pretty good move. <laughs> but unless you want to keep any of this from your end, which is good gear. <laughs> okay, ready? Mm-hmm. One, two, right, three. Oh. <laughs> so on three or on, yeah, on three. Okay. All right, ready? One, One two, two, three. Okay. Oh, mine. <laughs> Fail? I fucked it because I <laughs> mine had a counter counted in. Oh, <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> I'll just oh. move it slightly. <laughs> oh, mine's just on a useless four-bar loop for some reason. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> <So hell. laughs> So cooked. <laughs> Let me just do a quick test and make sure it gets past that. Yeah, turn off the metronome. Good. Yeah, that's I was on the um, the counter. Yeah, you on garage band? Yep. <laughs> Fresh, me too. <laughs> yeah, I like how in your text you're like, oh yeah, recorded on Ableton or something, and I was like, yeah, yep. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, talking the the big talk. All right, I'm ready to record now. If okay, you want to start again. All right, I'm going to stop and start again. Okay. All right, ready? Ready. One, One. <laughs> two, three. Um, how was your birthday? It was really good. Thanks for coming it to my really show. It was really amazing. That was fucking sick. Sorry, I was in pretty pretty <laughs> shitty condition by that point. Oh, no, that's all um, good. <laughs> but it was really fun. It was, um, it was a really long day, but it was just like very magical park afternoon. And my mum happened to be coming over to purchase a dog hardcore expensive purebred number um and she was just like just so pumped so she she brought over this big esky full of drinks and i brought over a present for jamie and stuff she was just thrilled and then my sister surprised me and showed up like halfway through like flew over from adelaide oh what really cute yeah yeah and i got really punked and it was yeah it was really (laughs) nice but it was really like she kind of tapped me on the shoulder at like 6pm or something and was like, hi. And I, was, I just like, it didn't have the effect of like, yes, she's here. It had the <laughs> effect of being set up and kind of played oh, a bit. Yeah, yeah, fully. It's like, it's yeah, like this isn't nice. Little, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a terrible surprise. No, nah, it was really nice though. It was sick. Oh, that's but Yeah, good. the show was great. Well, yeah, I was really sad I couldn't come to the park, but I was having one of those days where like, I don't know, from 12 in the day, I was like, had stuff to do, you know, to get ready yeah. for the show and that sort of thing. And I was like, I don't know, I've never, <laughs> do shows usually take you like 12 hours to <laughs> do from start um, not, to finish? Like it just feels like. Yeah, not typically. Yeah. <laughs> Depends on the show, I guess. But yeah, what did you have on? You had, did you have like press stuff? No, like I, oh no, this is, <laughs> this is why I stuffed up was. I was going to take mm. photos of Pillow Pro. We were going to do that oh, from, um, I was meant to get to them at 3.30. And right. so obviously I was in Melbourne and I'm not from Melbourne, but I had forgotten to send these pants that I sold on Depop. And yeah, I realized. Always send the pants. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh no. And I was like, I've got to go to the airport first thing in the morning. Like I can't. But I looked at her address and she lived in Northcote. And I was like, oh, I'm staying in uh-huh. Thornbury. Like I'll just take them. So then See. it gets gets to um, Saturday, the day of the show, and I get this message from the girl being like, hey, like, yeah, that's all good for you to put them in my letterbox. And I was like, fuck, the pants. <laughs> so me and my, oh, friend, no. <laughs> my friend that I was staying with, she was like, oh, yeah, I'll go for a walk. I was like, yeah, it's, you know, the same suburb pretty much, won't take too long. And I was like, 
40 minute walk there, 40 minute walk back. So then it was like past two, had to shower, all this stuff. Ubers kept canceling on me. Didn't get to Pillow Pro till like 4.30 and then they weren't ready. And so it was just like one of those. (laughs) They get to sound check and then like sound person was going really slow. (laughs) The doors open. We're like still eating food in the venue while people came in. Oh, yeah. And you played two sets as well, hey? Yeah, that's why. Because the first one started at 7. Um, so it's like the gigs are like seven till two a.m. Seven wow, till two a.m. That's stamina. Yeah. So <laughs> still out. recovering. How did you go? Did you feel? <laughs> yeah, fully. We did. Um, we did like a a double seater. Uh, like in December, I think at Max Watts in Melbourne. Um, at like a maybe an eight o'clock show or a seven thirty show or something, and like a ten thirty yeah. show. And it's really hard to like budget your enthusiasm over that period of time and over like two sets as well. How'd you go? Well, this is, oh no, I've done another one that was over two nights, but, um, Mm. it like, did you find the crowds were super different? Yeah, they were actually. Yeah, for sure. And I think our performance was pretty different as well. And like irrespective of the crowds, although yeah, maybe that had something to do with it, but yeah, I did, did find for sure. And like people that, yeah, knew the material more than others or, like, engaged with the, you know, our podcast or whatever. Like, yeah, it was completely different, actually. Yeah, like, the first crowd was really um, supportive and sweet. And um, then the second crowd... Were, oh, well, I mean, that makes sense. Second crowd's, like, dancing and stuff. and <laughs> Yeah. A lot more intoxicated, Fully. but... And me, <laughs> I guess, too. <laughs> like, yeah. When you drink more and you're like, oh, yeah, second time round. <laughs> Fully. <laughs> Nothing we to fell asleep. Lose. Yeah, Liz and I fell asleep in the smokers section after that show. Oh, what? It was bad. At like se- separate points. We had to keep like slapping each other away. <laughs> Surprised they didn't kick you out for that. <laughs> yeah, well, they did. They gave us a warning and then we kind of just left. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't yeah. see you leave. I was, um, I don't know. That's the other thing with shows. You can't, if you're organizing mm. it, if you're playing, you can't just actually catch up with people. Yeah. So it's, yeah. I feel bad even asking friends to come. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a false invite, hey. Yeah. Like, come and watch me and give me a small amount of money yeah. and then leave without, yeah. Like, come and fill up the crowd so it's not super awkward, but, like, yeah. don't come and talk to me <laughs> at yeah. any point. Yeah, and I'm going to need you to do that, like, over the next 10 or 15 years or so, yeah. like, periodically. <laughs> and I'll oh. give you little in return. Yeah, that's the thing. I'm always like, oh, I'm the one coming to Melbourne and like making my friends come out. But I'm like, this is the only time you're going to see me. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to have time to do anything personally with you. I'm very busy. (laughs) Mm. Are you at home at the moment? Because you're like, you live like four hours out, right? No, we've moved to Melbourne now. Oh, yeah. I must have been listening to an older podcast. You may have, yeah, yeah, been diving through the back catalogue. Yeah, we're here. So, yeah, lol. We, um, yeah, so my partner Liz was, uh, so she's a high school teacher as well. Oh, right. And, yeah, she was teaching, she was doing um, a program called Teacher Australia. Oh, yeah, my friend did that. Yeah, sick. It's really intense. Um, It's very intense. It's very intense. But she got posted in... Horsham, which is, yeah, country Victoria, like about 320 k's or something away to the west, like halfway to Adelaide, pretty much. Yeah. So she was there for um, two years and then we tried to leave and the principal wouldn't have it because she was doing a really great job and just like offered a, a like an incredible amount of stuff and, um, you know, he even fucking offered me a job. In order to keep her doing what? Yeah, he was. He was like, oh well. Originally, he was like, I don't know. You could be like the kind of cool, um, (laughs) like take a load off with the counselor kind of guy and go and like chill out and play some ping pong or whatever. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. He's just like, mate. I just I hire people based on instinct, and I reckon you'd be great at the job. And I was like, yeah, cool. Um, so yeah, we ended up. We were there for like three years in the end and kind yeah. of just toing and froing. Um, I was sort of splitting my time between here and there and then, you know, 
traveling for gigs and stuff, but spent all of lockdown in Horsham, which is actually fucking That's probably mad. good, yeah. <laughs> it's great. It's a, yeah, it's kind of like, it's like superficially a very um, unattractive place and it gets a really bad rap, but it's quite beautiful as well. It's like got a very nice river that runs through it and um, it's near the Grampians and stuff. It's pretty cool. Yeah. No, I think more people are um, moving out nature way after yeah. this realizing that covid's not really going away that's what i did like, i'm back on the sunshine yeah Coast. where are you um, oh yeah i'm really? in Mundy. yeah yeah Mundy. yeah Mundy. tell us about what's the population <laughs> oh someone looked this up for me the other day mm. are you are Wait, we racing you have family there <laughs> yeah let's go <laughs> oh i just wrote um, your Mundy pop <laughs> Yes, sick. <laughs> it's um, like hyperpop, but a bit more hyper regional. No, it's like two thousand two hundred and twenty, but um, it's oh my god, like fifteen minutes from Noosa, so there's wow, like, so many people there. <laughs> okay, wait. So, do you have family there? Yeah, I grew up here. Um, really? Yeah, I grew up in this small place called Ewa Vale, which is just like over the highway from here, um, on like mm. forty acres. Um, little farm girl, and then sick horse girl. Yeah, yeah. Dad rode the horses, not me. I was like, no, (laughs) too scared. But um, yeah, it's funny because I actually moved like away from here exactly kind of ten years ago when I was Mm seventeen. Now I'm back. Just like yeah, yeah, that's why I'm coming to Melbourne as much as I can because I'm living with mum. Oh, true. Yeah, yeah. So cool. Is that good? Yeah, it's nice. Like we're we're good friends, but um, I just got this teaching contract for. I've been there for two weeks. I've got another two, and it is like the worst school. Really, you could like it is so bad. <laughs> there is like suspensions every day. Like it's just so rough. The kids hate me. Like. Really? Oh, they just won't do anything I ask. And I'm like, okay, now. (laughs) I'm so disappointed. Like, I have to do the full. How does that go? Not Not good. I mean, that's never good. You should never shout at them. But I'm at the point where I'm like, I have nothing else I can do. And there's no air con. It's like 30 degrees, so humid. And I, like, can't sit down. Because if I stand back up, there'll be, like, sweat just, like all on the back of my clothes and yeah yeah it's gross that's full on (laughs) so wait it's only a four-week contract though yeah i've got two more weeks okay cool how did that come about what's like how do you get a four-week contract oh well there's there's some politics at the school (laughs) ah very good yeah i'm taking over a contract for someone that's on leave so Mm -hmm. Mm, yeah it's but mm. You were teaching in Sydney before that, right? Yeah, so I quit my job, which is really sad because okay. that school was so nice. Like, the kids were sick. They all, <laughs> there was this, at one point, um, some of my year 10s were like, what did I say? They're like, oh, Miss, can I, what's your Spotify? I want to listen to your music. And I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> my music. Mm. And they're like, Miss, <laughs> we all know your Rebel Yell. And I was like, what? Really? <laughs> I was like, oh my God. <laughs> I was like, I thought only one person knew about that. And then, um, yeah, I was like, also oh. in which case, just like look me up on Spotify then. Yeah, I know, right? I think he was mm. Mm, trying to have a combo, but, um, I was like, oh, I feel so vulnerable right now. And he's mm. like, Miss, why do you care what a bunch of 15 year olds think? And I was mm. like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. You're right. Why do I care? But, yeah. Um, but also, I care very much. Thank you very much. Yeah. I'm like, now you're watching everything I do. I have to be very careful. Like, if I swear, if I like, I don't know, it's just, yeah. Mm. Did they listen to it? Yeah, I think so. Because, like, I was thinking about it. And I'm like, will they think it's cool or just, like, oh, she's having a midlife crisis? Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, it could go either way. I know. I mean, they had to explain cool. to me what drill music was. Oh, true. <laughs> nice. Well, that's kind of them, though. That's yeah. Cool. <laughs> I was like, I'm cool. I'm hip. <laughs> What's a drill music? Yeah. Drill. <laughs> drill. Um. Yeah. Liz's kids, when Liz was leaving Horsham College, they like the kids were really upset. And they're like, oh, miss, why do you have to, 
Why do you have to fucking leave? You're the only one here that we actually like and respect. Like, what are you doing? And she was like, oh, my partner lives in the city. Oh, well, what, why doesn't he come here? Oh, well, he plays in a band, so he can't really be in the country. Oh, well, well what's his bloody band? So it's probably just one of those stupid bands that just play at schools at lunchtime and shit. <laughs> It's the biggest dears. <laughs> Do you know what band played at my school? Oh, who'd you get? Um, it was like at lunch. Do you remember that song, I'd Rather Do It With Madonna? Oh my God, I nearly played drums for them. They the played at my school. Fresh. But I they played that Madonna. song and I was like, I'm in primary school. Like, <laughs> why are you singing this song? Yeah, at least amend the lyrics to like, I'd rather groove it with Madonna or something. <laughs> that's fucked. How did you oh, nearly play drums for them? I knew um, Sam like through oh, I, I, like an old band that I moved over to Melbourne from Adelaide with like years and years ago. Mm. Um, we got a new guitarist and his friend was in the androids and mm. they were looking for a new drummer. He's like, why don't you come and play for the androids? And I was like, ooh, well. <laughs> um, and I thought about it for a bit actually, but it was like well after that song and like well after the fucking like 40 Rod Laver arenas they did with Pink or whatever. Yeah, shit. It was like in the, it was in the after period. But yeah, it never happened. But that's sick though. How were they how were they live at the tuck shop or whatever? <laughs> yeah, they were like right in front of the admin building. But I just can't get the thought <laughs> I can't get the thought out of my head of like, imagine if you played if I told you this story and you were like, I was there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I played in your school. <laughs> that yeah, would have been really show. weird. Yeah. We uh, fucking killed. <laughs> Oh, that's so weird. Yeah. We yeah. had, um, oh, we had like a, some sort of X Factor rap trio. I can't remember what they were called, but that was a long time ago. But yeah, it's a funny circuit. Yeah. But like yeah, how do you tap into that market? Yeah. Really confusing. And but why were they there? Like this is a normal money. lunch. Like it wasn't a special day. <laughs> True. Was that in your Monday? Um, it was, yeah, on the Sunshine Coast. It was like... Sick. Have you ever been to the Sunshine Coast? I've been to Noosa and I've been... My stepdad used to um, go on these, like, really extra golfing holidays in Coolum. Oh, at the, um, before, the Hyatt? Before it was... Uh, yeah, before Clive Palmer turned it into a dinosaur park. <laughs> yeah. Do you know it's fully abandoned now? Sick. And are the dinosaurs still roaming? I drove past, I drive past it all the time because my friend lives right near it. And I've been like, oh, how can I get in here and have a look? Because I, I haven't fully. seen the dinosaur. Usually you can see one of them from the road. <laughs> Maybe Sick. he took his dinosaurs with him. <laughs> That's crazy. But yeah, I love that one because wow. that Kath and Kim episode where they go to Coolum. Do you remember that? Oh, one? true. Have I mean, you seen no, it? I haven't seen it. Oh, they no. go to the Coolum Hyatt. It's mm. great. But, um. Yeah, well, we used to go there, yeah. a, like, every couple of years or whatever. And, um, yeah. And then that's kind of my only really experience, yeah, with the Sunshine Coast. I don't really know much about it at all. I, um, I kind of want to start doing shows, but I'm like, Oh, like, I don't know. But I feel like you guys would go down really well. Yeah. I mean, what's the go? Is it like, uh, where do you play? <laughs> Who, what, this, where am I playing? You would be playing at this place called Soul Bar. Oh, S- sick. S-O-L. Um, yeah, okay. that's, it's like the, the bigger venue of the coast. Like, not huge. Cool. Probably equivalent to like. Trying to think of... You know that show we played in Newcastle together? Yes, that was my first show. Was that your Wales. first... Oh, right. Yeah, I was terrified. That was a fun night. We got really... <laughs> got pretty loose. Really blazed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do, you know what ha- do you know what my, like, 24 hours of that was? Yes, I remember. I remember. <laughs> we picked you up and then... Um, we went to Newcastle and we played that show and then we came back to the airport and we kind of slept for like an hour in the lounge 
and then we dropped you off at the house that you were nannying for and you walked in at like 8.55 for like a <laughs> yeah. nine o'clock start yeah. and you hadn't slept a wink and yeah. you had to nanny some children for an entire day. And the fuck part was is that I was living in Sydney but I was in Melbourne and then on my... Oh, yeah. I was only in Melbourne for two weeks and then I had to fly back on one of the weekends to play that show, like fly to Sydney, drive to Newcastle, play it, come back. And then that night, the people I was nannying for were like, oh, we have this birthday dinner, but I don't want to go. Grace, do you want to go? And it was that um, Mm. restaurant that's like, does the degustations. It was like a 12 course degustation. And we had the Mm. chef's table and it's like $500 a head or something. And all the wine Mm. was like minimum, you know, 150 bucks. I was like, I haven't slept. I don't deserve this. (laughs) Yeah. I'm a terrible piece of shit. I can't come to your dinner. (laughs) But yeah, I was like, it actually made me quite sick. There's way too many flavors. But oh, fully, yeah, that would have been intense. I very wild. Had a very flavorsome hours. lunch today. <laughs> what did you have? Ver- oh, we, I um, so I like review restaurants for work, and uh, we went to a kind of like broadly modern Cantonese place that's like doesn't really have much to do with Cantonese food really nor any other region in China but it's kind of just like I guess it's just like fusion in a nutshell but um it's called Li Ho Fook um and it was not bad not bad is that what your review says just (laughs) yeah not bad yeah (laughs) not bad (laughs) kind of fancy kind of daggy kind of yum pretty yum actually no it was yum yeah, I think the coast has a lot of um, Asian fusion. Mm. That's the, yeah, there's a lot of new ones. It's a really, yeah. it's a very dirty word, fusion these days. Yeah, eh? <laughs> yeah no, I'm just like, ooh. <laughs> yeah, um, it's like, yeah, they called themselves new style Chinese, which I don't think many Chinese people slash chefs would agree with, but yeah, mm. either way. Yeah. Anya. Did you do much food reviewing in... I didn't. No, I had to pivot. (laughs) Yeah, how did you do it? (laughs) What were you doing? Well, I was like, I was doing a lot of coming back to Melbourne for that. But I wrote a couple of articles out there. Uh, There's some kind of interesting stuff out there that I was just like writing kind of junk articles for like concrete playground and stuff. Um, One about. You know Ansett Airlines? The, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, there's an Ansett Museum in um, this town called Hamilton, this, like, really unassuming town just kind of in the middle of Victoria. And it's just this, like, absolute shrine to Ansett. <laughs> like, some, someone's just completely obsessed with um, aviation history and has just collected all of these, like, flight attendant outfits and um, whatever. But just they have incredible merch there as well which you can get online yeah, and right. they were like a, a major sponsor of the sydney olympics so there's all this like really fresh uh, sydney olympics merch there yeah so yeah this seems very, stuff like um, that did client liaison do one of their film clips there or something mm. i think they I maybe like, yeah i think i've seen it and yeah and so now i can visualize yes. what you're telling me <laughs> yes that that would fit really well oh that's yeah. cool my mum's fucking froths client liaison turns out that's one thing i learned about her when she came over she drove over because she had to like pick up the dog and drive back to adelaide and she had just had client liaison just one song on repeat pretty much the whole like nine hour journey from adelaide well hey they played at soul bar oh did they yeah i went a few years ago i was a big big fan for a while there i really like what they do i think it's really cool i do too but i think a lot of people make fun of you if you like them no. yes i don't really like, understand that yeah so it's like damn <laughs> secret yeah. guilty pleasure now i guess so yeah nah not guilty <laughs> what's yeah i don't really get it what like yeah what i actually is don't know to, why hmm, is it like a basic thing or something i don't know really yeah know. maybe they've crossed into the i don't know mainstream yeah too jokey yeah. or something. I don't know. I just I think it's very. Um, I think it was a lot of Sydney people that trashed them. Oh okay, mm. cool. 
Because when I was living yeah. in Brisbane, it was fine. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> I've noticed lately, sick. like, I'm so sick of uh, your geographic location, like, having so much influence on you as, like, you know, with music. Oh, uh, Sydney via Brisbane musician is what I always get. And I'm like, why does, mm. like, why do these things matter? Is it like, oh, she's got small roots or, like, I don't know. Like, yeah. I don't want people to know where I live. Like, when you're, like, where are yeah. you? I'm like, <laughs> like, do I say? Like, I didn't, I didn't tell anyone that I left Sydney. I'm just like. Yeah, fully. Mm. I guess it's people just trying to guess, like, what, I don't know, what you're, surroundings would have been like and what your influence might as you know influences might have been like and i'm not really sure either yeah we get that too they're like oh what (laughs) so you all live in melbourne now oh so so more like uh these new victorians (laughs) (laughs) i can just imagine so many people i feel like even i cracked that joke to jamie and todd when they they moved to melbourne i was like but what (laughs) you can't (laughs) pretty yeah pretty sick joke to be fair (laughs) it's such like it's like not even a dad joke it's like past that point (laughs) yeah Yeah. so what like were you in heaps of bands before these new south wales i was in a few i um my first one it's pretty tragic it was called (laughs) (laughs) sky harbor and we were from Adelaide and we so this is like sort of around 2006 ish mm-hmm. and very influenced by um Panic at the Disco oh I love this <laughs> I love it already yeah and Queen and um Arcade Fire and that kind of thing so like really bombastic really like needlessly complicated arrangements (laughs) and um just like a lot of theatrics a lot of like um big kind of andrew lloyd webber influence as well like a couple of us had done school productions of jesus christ superstar and it had fully gotten in our heads so there was like (laughs) a lot of that like like intense melodrama yeah (laughs) um and that was a funny band and then that's actually how, or not how I met Jamie, but Jamie had a band around the same time and we used to play together in Sydney and Melbourne. And then after that, I played, oh, I had a band called Dead Set Ledger, which was like a kind of like piss-takey, footy, punky kind of band. We had a song about um, Buddy Franklin, who's a Swans footballer. <laughs> and that was fun. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh, good. Cool. Who's that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sounds great, Frank. <laughs> um, and then I had a band in when I was living in China. I had a a band, which is kind of um, the roots of what I'm doing now, really. Which was like a punk. Well, we we basically played punk covers of like Eurodance. Um, songs and like kind of turn of the millennium trance pop kind of songs but punk covers and pretended to be german and we were called techno prisoners.de and the gag was that like beijing was the last stop on our world tour every time (laughs) and we all spoke in german accents and stuff and it was like it was very hammy but it was um it was sick like we played like you know dj sash and yes um all that kind of scooter and stuff. Yeah, it was fucking sick. So, yeah, quite a few, I guess. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. When you, because of the whole Android thing, I was like, oh, Frank must have been in, like, heaps of bands. <laughs> <laughs> to if get he the was call nearly to... in the Android. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Put that on my tombstone, please. <laughs> <laughs> nearly in the end. <laughs> yeah, oh, have you bless. got new... Um, Wait, yeah, honest, honest Franks. Mm. Yeah, have you got new stuff coming out? I want more. I do. Yes, <laughs> cool. That's good. That's nice to hear. How did that on. one go? Um, how did your first one go? I, I don't know. I think it went okay. I don't really know how to measure. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm just like, hmm, Spotify for artists. 
<laughs> and go. It went good in the sense that it flopped terribly. No, it went good in that. I don't know. I just um, I just really wanted to put something out, and I was a bit confused about what I wanted to make. And I, like, I always loved um that kind of period of music, like the so, yeah, sort of early two thousands. Mm trancey like poppy trance like nick skits skits mix kind of thing (laughs) um and like never ironically as well like i always just legitimately really loved it my best friend's sister was a bit older than us and she had like a playlist of that kind of stuff on her computer when i was in year eight and i snuck into her room and downloaded it on a mini disc player (laughs) and just used to like ride around on my bmx just listening to that kind of stuff and like earlier sort of Hits like you know the launch, you know that song. It's like oh I can't believe I don't um, know that one because this is like uh, it's, I feel like it's it was magic. um full so fresh time as yeah, well. Yeah, like this was yeah. It's weird because this stuff was actually just like popular on so fresh and things like even like the prodigy yes. and stuff was popular and now I'm like fully whoa <laughs> like. We were just listening, like everyone was, even my parents and stuff. It's like now, yeah. I don't know, that's just how it goes. But yeah, I reckon it it's sick. Like we were yeah, actually, everyone just thought that was normal, like mainstream music. Oh, so, so amazing. Yeah. Like you'd wake up and watch it on Rage or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Like <laughs> Atalante by Sash or Ecuador or whatever would be on Rage. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I loved that stuff for ages. And then oh, I remember fucking Sandstorm got like meme popular, you know, mm. however long ago, like maybe 2014 or something. And it was really disheartening. Like in a way I was stoked that it was kind of back in the public consciousness, but it was just like... It kind know, of ruins the song though, doesn't it? Like, you it can't did, listen yeah, to it it's again. Like, no, this song is actually fucking so good. And maybe yeah. that's the reason why it became popular in a meme sense, but it was just like... But it yeah, got to the point now where you can't play it without everyone being like, oh, yeah, like... Mm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Exactly. So, yeah, I love that kind of stuff and that sort of maybe like 140-ish BPM kind of thing. And then last year, um, an artist called Lil Texas Mm. um, did a track with Danielle Hall, um, who's, you know, Danielle Hall's piece of music did. um, He produced like Caroline Polachek's album or the year before. Yeah. Um, And he's, he's fucking sick. Anyway, they did a track together. That was like some fucking 200 BPM, like hardcore Gabba. Yeah. And I just, I listened to it for the first time in bed at like midnight and I fully woke up Liz and was just like, oh my fucking God, like this is it. <laughs> like this is my tempo. <laughs> and it just felt very right. And then I was like, cool, now I know what I must do. <laughs> this is my tempo. I love it. <laughs> yeah, fully. It's like, this is it. It's just like really maximalist and i don't know it's funny like i've listened to a lot of that tempo since and it just feels very natural now but i Mm. do remember it feeling very fast before (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah the yeah there will be more and it will be that yeah it will be i think a bit more loony like a bit more kind of happy hardcore um like just kind of psychotically happy and lots of lots of big melodies and key changes and stuff. Yes. Yeah, um, but yeah, I don't really know what the like how to quantify success with it. I think it's more. I guess I probably shouldn't have phrased it of like how did you go, but like oh, I don't yeah. know when I release something and then like no one messages me or something about it. I'm like, oh. <laughs> oh yeah. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> but I saw yeah, you had true. heaps of like story mentions, so I feel like. Yeah, I guess so. I think that was everyone just being very nice because they knew that I was really nervous. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's hard to know, hey. Like it you, is. Never, you, you never, you never really know, know. That's, who's genuine. That's part of the exactly. That's part of the battle, hey. And just yeah, just yeah, it's terrifying. With the fact that you probably never out. will know. Yeah, it really is, huh? Yeah, and people like. I don't know. I and I make up all these ideas in my head. I'm like, oh, they're thinking, oh, Grace is putting something else out there. Why can't she just like, I don't know, do one thing and stick at it, or like, I don't know, 
Yeah. <laughs> I just have all these oh. thoughts in my head. And I'm like, they saw it and they didn't say anything. They hate it. <laughs> yeah, fully. There's so many ways to suck yourself out of it. Um, <laughs> yeah, but just the, the getting it out is great. But even getting to that point is, there's so much that you go through like emotionally to get to that point, <laughs> yeah. huh? Yeah, because I'm like in the middle of, putting out this like soft touch thing which is this softer thing and it's like the most terrifying thing i've ever done and i think people are like oh yeah she's obviously very emotional blah 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 but i'm like the amount of layers on top of this of like what i'm talking about also the fact that i'm actually singing for the first time it's like yeah really scary i don't know i feel like people can it's really easy to judge um like female voices you know how like guys can yeah. get away with singing kind of out of tune and it's like cool yeah. but when sometimes like when female voices do it people are like oh she can't sing yeah <laughs> so fully like, fully <laughs> terrifying is um do you find the rebel yell stuff as hard like well not as hard but do you find that still like a bit of a challenge to like mentally to get it out or is it well yeah because sometimes easier? i'm not really feeling that angry <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm like mm, content come, come to me. Yeah, and I boy. bought this um, I bought this drum machine. Oh my god! Oh, it's like mm. I was looking for it, and I'm like, oh my god, it's gone. It's been stolen. <laughs> the only thing in the mm. house it's gone now. It's just moved over there. But um, nice. it cost like I spent my whole tax return on it, and I tried to play with it like once, and it's so hard. And like, oh, so I I got it like nearly a year ago now. I don't know what to do, but that's the next step (laughs) sick cool that's good that you have a next step um (laughs) you have so seemingly from an outsider's perspective and from like an absolute noob when it comes to creating that kind of music a lot of gear and a seriously like um great command of it as well oh like i imagine (laughs) that a new drum machine would be i don't know what's what are you what are you finding difficult about it like writing for it or just actually just like, like getting using used to it, it. like the because diff- the one mm. that i have is really i find it really intuitive and it's like mm. it's um korg and this is like an electron you know mm. like they call them like berlin boxes i think <laughs> <Sick. laughs> yeah it speaks for itself but um it's just like nice. so complex and it came with this full-on like binded manual <laughs> Wow. I don't know. I just like, I can't really learn stuff off YouTube. Mm, it's hard. I don't know. Some people have told me they've like started refurbishing furniture and like doing all this stuff that they've learned off YouTube. And I'm like, how? <laughs> yeah, it's really hard. Yeah. You have to sift through a lot of, a lot of stuff to get anywhere with those kind of tutorials. Um, mm. Cool. So how is that going <laughs> to live in your like is that going to be a live thing or for writing or both well i think like this year i just want to do collaborations and then i wouldn't be able Mm. to play them live so i could use them on that yeah i was actually just talking to kate before and we're because we've been like trying to do a song together really yeah so i'm like finally i'm gonna try and get to melbourne and do it and i came up with this full like really over the top film clip idea (laughs) I'm like, all right, cool. We've got the whole film clip set. Yeah, now I just have to make the song. Cool, yeah. Mm. Amazing. That would be a perfect collaboration. That would be sick. Yeah, I'm very excited for her mm. to be, like, putting stuff out. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. Really cool. Really great. And and cool that Jamie's involved doing the some of the film clip stuff as well. It seems like a great partnership. Yeah, maybe that's what's making me sad today because I was like, <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I think it's really sweet that like, you know, she does the music and he's making these film clips. And you know that like, when you can be performative, like just in front of a camera with someone that you trust. And I'm like, yeah, I was driving home. I'm like, oh, I really need to like start filming this next film clip. And I'm like, all right, I guess I'll get the tripod out and the, <laughs> the self yeah, timer and just oh. <laughs> dance around by myself out in the woods. But <laughs> it's like, would just be really nice to have. Yeah, yeah, a nice, calm, <laughs> helpful voice. Yeah. Fully. Yeah. Oh dear. <laughs> mm. How'd you go with um, 
I can't remember. Oh, I think I was in Brisbane with the um, the exercise class slash Rebel Yell set. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what a sick concept. I was so bummed that I wasn't here for it. Oh, yeah, you were in Brisbane. That's right. Mm. Um, no, it went well. Um, I was really... I was, like, so exhausted to, like, I didn't sort of think it through that I was doing two hour-long <laughs> sessions um, followed by then a DJ set. I was like, this is mm. the dumbest thing I could have done, but um, went out for a, yeah, it's a, lot. a lot of McDonald's chips afterwards. <laughs> Sick. But then, like, I've been doing um, bar with my friend. Have you heard of bar? Yeah, yeah. like B-A-R-R-E. Yeah, yeah. And, um... Mm. I do it with her every week because she practices for her classes and <laughs> more and more I'm like, oh God, I was not doing these moves right. Like I yeah. didn't cause any injuries. Like, Fully, oh that dear. could have gotten you in a lot of trouble. <laughs> yeah, I know. We were like, we made sure to write like not a certified health yeah. instructor. <laughs> I saw the disclaimer on all the press. It was so funny. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, really going to cover my ass here. <laughs> mm. But yeah, I'm like, oh God, you really shouldn't be doing these things to your lower back. <laughs> Yeah, wow. Like, I had the moves right, but just not the technique sometimes. So I'm yeah. like, oh, that's a bit a bit risky. But, yeah, it was funny, though, because, like, more people were at that than most of my normal shows. Oh, really? Yeah, I was like, why are there so many people here? Like, why don't you come? It's such a sick concept, though. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's really good. It's really good. I, um, I'm not doing it at the moment, but I was, like, a massive F45 junkie. Oh, right. I love it how people, mm. when they're into F45, they don't say, like, oh, I'm going to the gym. They're like, I'm going to F45. No. Fully, yeah. <laughs> I've noticed yeah. it on I've, the dating apps. Like... <laughs> people say oh, it. Fully. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck is F45? <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck. It's so sick. <laughs> I have, like, two towels, like, two F45 towels <laughs> and, like, a hat. And I used to have a bag and stuff. But what's, um, like, different about, like, <laughs> why F45? Well, the music slaps. It's like <laughs> really good. It depends on the type of class. I don't know. It's just it's just the branding really gets me. I absolutely love the branding. I think it's really. I don't know. It's just everywhere. Like you, it's it's really you can't miss it, and it helps to um, like reinforce the kind of cultishness of it in a way like it's very they they push the like you're part of a family now oh. angle um and reinforce that with a lot of high-fiving and oh my god oh, i don't know it's just it's just really like well laid out and um there's gifts of like i don't know if he's like the creator of f45 or someone close to the top of the pyramid scheme, but he there's like gifts of all the moves that you need to do, like constantly like surrounding you throughout the class, and just like F forty five logos everywhere, and just like really loud Taylor Swift or like yeah whatever it might be. Like if it's a aerobic class, it'll be like full big room kind of stuff, or if it's resistance, you might get some like R and B or some hip hop or whatever, but. I don't know. There's, it's just like, I don't know. For some reason, it just really appeals to me and I feel very at home there. <laughs> You're part of the family. Fully. How can- yeah. Oh. <laughs> also, I had this trainer, this F45 trainer in Beijing who said he was like a really massive guy and he said that on his cheat day, he eats three chickens. <laughs> Like whole chicken. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, sick. I'm going to have to put in the work, but I'll get there. Mm. Do you have a cheat day food? I don't really have cheat days. Every day is kind of a cheat day, I suppose, when you're reviewing food food as well. (laughs) (laughs) Are you like one of those ones that like, do people know you now? And they're like, Frank is here. I don't think so. I don't know, but I'm like constantly on my phone writing notes like the whole time with the like wait staff over my shoulder, like <laughs> pouring wine and I'm just like, wait staff was very attentive. Yeah. Um, You've got so <laughs> much power. So. Ooh. 
it is. It's um, it's kind of weird. I really like. I only got into it like maybe five years ago or something when I was working at Time Out in Beijing, and I don't know. I just I got into it because like Chinese food's just so fucking. This is so much variety and so yeah. much history and so much of it's kind of tied to like what was traditionally available in different parts of the country and so many cultural factors and stuff and it, it made so many um, really distinct cuisines and stuff and I had a, a great food editor there who would just take me on all of these lunches and dinners and stuff and I just learned heaps about it but I just kind of started doing that back here to like make ends meet when I moved back from China and mostly um, was doing it just to rep like um, really legit Chinese places here that didn't necessarily have like a English marketing budget. Yeah, right. Um, and then like I could only really do that for so long and then had to sort of start doing reviews. Mm. And I don't know, I don't really love doing reviews, particularly when there's like a star rating system attached to it where you're kind um. of like forced to you know, give someone a score. It's like, it's kind of... I get quite um, overwhelmed by the out of five stars. Yeah, it's really full on. Yeah. It's like, because everyone has such a different idea of what, like, a different amount of stars means as well. Like, for me, like, five stars is pretty much unattainable. Like, it has to be seriously, like, the experience could not be better. Do you know what I mean? But, yeah. like, for for some people, five stars means, like nothing went dramatically wrong <laughs> you know like i feel like for me nothing went dramatically wrong is like a three and a half yeah but todd was talking <laughs> the other day about like if you think about how people use star ratings now in terms of like product reviews or like uber ratings or whatever yeah like if you if you see if you get a, an uber and you see anything lower than like a 4.8 you're like yeah like oh you know, this is a bit suspicious mm. Yeah. Because, so then, like, with stuff like Ubers, I just give them fives. Ooh. And, like... Exactly. That's why I think it's becoming a little bit blurrier now. Because, mm. like, some people would see a three and be like, oh, this is not to be trusted. <laughs> I think that's because I've started, like, not in any sort of professional or critical way, but I've started using Letterboxd, that, like, film oh. where you, like, log the films you've watched. It's like an oh. app. And you just... It's cool. like a diary and then you can leave, re- like you can review films and um, do the ratings. And like, cool. I don't, <laughs> I, gotta, I watch like a lot of rom-coms and then every now and then like an actually really good movie. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, like the rating system there is, that's what's been stressing me out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> like not knowing what to like. Oh, true. And because okay, people follow you recent... that you know. Oh. Yeah. So you become like a kind of guru in your circle or whatever. Oh, hardly. Let's see what I've done recently. Yeah. Sick. <laughs> well, like the best. I well, I seen... saw Minari the other day. Have you heard about Minari? No, go on. It's like oh, it's so gorgeous. It's um. This Korean family that moved to America, I think in, I think it's like the seventies, um, chasing the American dream, and like the dad wants to build mm. this farm, and it's this little eight-year-old boy is like the cutest funniest little character and he um he accepted this award the other day like he won an award and he started bawling his eyes out and then he was like oh i'm crying and then at the end he grabs his cheeks and he goes is this a dream (laughs) (laughs) five stars the cutest thing i've ever seen in my life um yeah like okay so i have minari five stars and then the Oh, nice. The next one after that was Eat, Pray, Love. <laughs> Ooh. Three stars. I said, okay. And my review is, yeah, I finally did it. And look, I didn't hate it as much as I thought I would. Obviously mm. quite good for someone who is vulnerable post-breakup slash finding herself right now. <laughs> mm, so that's okay. what I mean. Like, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not a pro reviewer by any means. No, that's means. good. That's, I did that's give something concise. a one. Oh, what was that? Wild Mountain Time. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) 
well, like it had John Hamm in it. So I went to the movies and I was like, yeah, John Hamm. And it was the worst thing yeah. I've ever seen. I was like, what is really? this? I nearly walked out and I don't, I've walked out was... of maybe one movie in my life. Oh, wow. What was that? I don't remember, but I know I've done it. <laughs> yeah, nice. But that, like, it, um, you know, it was, I couldn't remember it because it was that bad, but. Fuck, John Hamm letting you down. That sucks. I was just He's confused. so trustworthy. I know. I was like, why did he agree to be in this movie? And it had Emily Blunt as well. And it had um, Christopher Walken. Mm. I was like, wow. what are you all doing? This movie yeah, makes fully. no sense. And yeah, I've just that's... spent like $16 to watch it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> if you're lucky. Yeah. Cool. All right. I'm going to... What's it called? Letterbox. Yeah, Letterboxed. Yeah. And you just follow each other and Yeah. Away you go. Cool. More notifications. That's <laughs> <Yeah>. good. <laughs> well, for a while there I was like trying to get off Instagram and I was using that a lot and Strava. <laughs> oh, true. Yeah. I oh I have a weird relationship with Strava. I've <laughs> I get way too competitive with myself if I use it and then I just don't enjoy my running anymore. Oh no. I'd like yeah. I just like to post the pictures of where I've been. Oh, yeah, that's good. The, the squiggles of running oh, no, around like I the take river. photos on my walks and stuff and then I'm like, oh, it's like a new social media. Cool. Yeah, you can add a photo. Yeah. Mm. yeah, obviously like very desperate to be on the web when I'm trying not to be on the web. <laughs> Notice me. <laughs> See, I went for a walk. There's a sunset. Yeah. Yeah. Sick. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Strava's a funny one. Yeah, I've seen a few like articles like the Batuta ones about like middle aged man <laughs> it's like made his longest run on Strava kind of. Mm, yeah. It's it's exactly. definitely a meme. Yeah. yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. But I think for some people like if you can if you have a healthy relationship with running or with whatever exercise you're doing and that like helps you to feel good about it then i'm very for that yeah i kind of actually i have a bit of a secret plan it's because my brother and his wife and our friends that all live in london um have been getting really into strava and Mm. (laughs) i was like all right i'm gonna get it because my brother wanted me to but instead of like all of their miserable photos of like lockdown and like snow and being cold i'm gonna post all of mine in hopes that it'll make them want to come back (laughs) nice just like a subtle it's like chipping away (laughs) yeah (laughs) like if i keep keep posting these nice hinterland walks i'm doing maybe they'll just get so jealous and move home (laughs) yeah wow how long have they been there for and why haven't they moved home um well jade is english so she's from london and they met yeah. in Melbourne and then did like a back and forth and then Dom did like his two-year working visa and then they got married and then he got stuck here for like 10 months trying to get his married marriage visa and all of that. Mm. And now they can't come back because of COVID, but um, yeah, they still <laughs> want to be there. And I'm like, why? <laughs> Everyone mm. yells. <laughs> <laughs> Have you noticed that? <laughs> no. <laughs> that would be like very far down the list of complaints that I would have with living there. I, think. <laughs> I don't know. I was there in like 2019 and um, just like we'd go to the little corner store and um, I was really worried that like my brother was having an argument with the man, but he just had such like a, you know, daily relationship with him that their joke was just to be like yelling and telling jokes really loudly at each other and I was just like, oh. so stressed. I just feel like everyone in all the shops are like yelling all the time. And I was like, I wow, I've never I've never clocked that, but next time, if there is a next time. Yeah. Um I'll look out for that. Wow. Yeah. Like in yeah. the in the kind of off license situation? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Okay, sick. <laughs> yeah, and then oh, also so I was there so and there was like out. police tape around it the next day and I was just like I hate this place. I'm so scared. <laughs> I don't want to Have be... you played a bit there? I played in 2019 because my brother put a show yeah. on and then played in Bristol. Cause, Sick. Um, uh, do you know Giant Swan? 
Yeah. Yeah. So Harry from Giant Swan is friends with my brother. And so I met him when they played in Sydney and he does this night called Illegal Data and he put on this show and I was on the lineup and it was sick. sick. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. I um, am. Sorry. Oh, no, you go. I was just going to say I was, because uh, I got accepted into this like art school thing in Iceland in January. That is exactly where I was going to go with my next question, actually. What? Was, yeah, literally. It's going to be like, is this somehow related to Iceland? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, because I was... Wait. Wait. What? This January just gone? <laughs> no, no, no. The one coming. Wait, to study there next year? Yeah. Wow. Well, I mean, like, I hope. <laughs> That's sick. Congratulations. Thanks. <laughs> I just don't know if it's like... Uh, I mean, I can go, but I just, mm. I'm hoping I'll be able to come back. Like, yeah, it's so scary. That's the, I don't know. That's the doozy. Yeah. Um, sick. What What are you going to study? Just. It's like this, it's like a 12-week course, um, and you all stay in this house in, like, this crazy town up the east. And, um there's like 16 people that all live together and people apply from all over the world. And then you have each week you have like a guest artist that does a workshop. So it could be like ceramics or it could be movement, dance, music, all this stuff. And you essentially just like learn from these people and then each week show your progress. And then you kind of come out with a final piece of work and it's like kind of your choice. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, I'm really excited. I'm super keen, but I'm just like, can I even go? I don't know. Yeah, well, maybe by then. That's fucking mad. So, yeah, that was going to be my question. Like, how, where did your interest in Iceland come from? And how often have you, you seem to go there quite often. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Everyone's like, go somewhere else. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, why do you keep going there? But no, I like it's pretty embarrassing. It started because I was super into Sigur Ross when I was oh, I eighteen, yeah, or no. when I was like younger. And then I went on my like Euro trip and um, went to Iceland for like six weeks and like mm. made some really nice friends. And then I just keep wanting to like take people there. So like I went back two years later with my mom, and then two years later with my brother and my boyfriend at the time. And then yeah, I just like keep going back. And then like I've driven around it a few times and. Hmm. I don't know it's just like it's another planet it's so sick it's like the best place ever yeah. I probably I would probably live there but because it's like six months of the year it's really dark um, mm. and I just wouldn't feel comfortable driving on like ice roads <laughs> we had yeah. like a pretty scary experience when I was 18 when I was there like my friend I thought he was just like putting the steering wheel left, right, left, right, left, right, like as a joke, but it was actually we were in this yeah. like full like windstorm and he was trying to control the car. <laughs> we were like, stop oh. it. It's not funny. And he's like, mm, like didn't want to tell us. <laughs> he was like just trying to keep it under control. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> wow. Yeah. But there's yeah, actually looks- like a volcano erupting at the moment, which will be the closest one to the capital, like of Reykjavik in sort of like our lifetime. Wow. And they're having... I heard something about that. Yeah, like, they had 3,000 earthquakes within 48 hours, um, like, two days ago. Woo. Yeah, so it's... Like, that part's also scary. Sick. <laughs> I would love to go. I... Yeah, I've flown an airline that doesn't exist anymore called Iceland Express. <laughs> from... <laughs> There's a lot that don't exist anymore that used to go yeah. to Iceland. <laughs> Fully... <laughs> yeah, it was um, New York to London via Reykjavik and it was like this ancient like wooden plane <laughs> but really big and just had about three passengers on it and oh. it was a great stopover. But yeah, I've always really wanted to go. I was obsessed with um, the Mighty Ducks, you know, the um, ice hockey yes. films. Yeah. And the, the nemesis in the second film was Iceland. They're a very, very strong ice hockey team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it just, it looks, it does look like another planet. What's it like culturally? I mean, there's tons of good music comes out of there, huh? Yeah. Um, 
I don't know. It's just like they, there's like these. I feel like oh, it's so hard to explain. I mean, you'd like it. There's they like their food and stuff. You know, lots of fish. Mm. Uh, mm. The and there's like all these, like not the myths, but like the trademark things about the country is like the babies don't cry, and like people actually oh. believe in elves and like I don't know. Everyone's just really lovely <laughs> and cool. smart and like creative yeah i know a little paradise Um, sick and they have a funny clap what when they have some sort of funny clap (laughs) do you remember a couple i don't know you play soccer right yeah they beat england i can't remember if it was in the i was in the the, um, qualifier or something because they made it in the euro cup because i was there and i was in an icelandic pub when they oh won God. the game and it was like the crazy oh, maybe you did the so clap fun. as well i don't know Sick. what I don't, what's the clap oh they they so they won like five two or something fucking nuts yeah and <laughs> then i don't know if it was the same day or like later at some point but it looked at least on <laughs> the internet <laughs> that they summoned like a third of the population of the country and then all did this funny clap <laughs> it was like <laughs> led by some important member of the community who was on stage and maybe there was some drums or something but it was this like big coordinated like clapping oh, thing it's starting it to ring a bit of a important. bell but i'm like and i should yeah, have been paying more attention <laughs> to this. very ritualistic yeah maybe you're under some sort of spell at that point and <laughs> well yeah we're well, definitely in like a very uh excitable pub <laughs> i think yeah, my, yeah. Oh, that's that must have been an amazing experience to be there for it yeah i f- i think every time i go to europe i end up there because i go like every two years it's either the world cup or the euro cup and it's like oh, the best true. thing ever because i always go in like june um but this was Mad. yeah like the whole town was out in the main street and they had this massive screen and like everyone was just so excited Sick. Yeah. I found the video. It's called Iceland fans perform a Viking clap to welcome home players. I feel like I did see that in the news, but I didn't. I don't think I watched it. (laughs) (laughs) It's good. It's quite stirring. I'm I'm one of those people that reads the headline. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It's a good headline, too. A Viking. Yeah, there's fucking heaps of people there. They're honestly, what the population of Iceland is what, like 300,000 or something, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah. So there's at least 100,000 people here. And they're all doing this funny clap. <laughs> but it's that. just like their hands above their head. Oh, but it's it's the timing. Yeah, it's the timing mm. and it's kind of slow and um that's, yeah, there's a lot of silence in between it's a bit culty <laughs> it's very culty yeah <laughs> yeah so that's that's what i know about that <laughs> oh dear <laughs> um so that's just Looking at the at the time, it's nearly my my bedtime. Fully, yeah. I yeah. um I put I do that thing on your phone where you put like the the light changes to the yellow light at a certain time, and then it tells you like oh, how many hours sleep. Crazy. I hate that. You, yeah, because <laughs> I'm doing sleep hygiene now. <laughs> oh, that's good. Cool. Yeah. Um, charge my phone on the other side of the bed and. I have a weighted blanket. I have a mouth splint. What's a mouth, what's a mouth splint? <laughs> it's like a mouth guard because I clench my teeth so much because I'm just like so stressed all the time. Really? Yeah. At one point, oh. I was having this. It was so bad. I was like at this Christmas lunch two years ago. And I was like eating. I was eating soft food, like nothing hard. And my two back bottom teeth at the same mm. time crumbled like half of it kind of just fell out like at the back of both of them on the same day isn't that weird 
I had to get them really like weird. built up. But yeah, the do- the a- dentist was like, "Do you clench?" And I was like, "Never noticed." And then I went to bed and I was like, "Oh my god, oh, <laughs> my jaw is slammed shut." Wow, that's the the teeth crumbling is a terrible omen, I imagine. <laughs> yeah, because everyone's always like, "Oh yeah, I had this dream where all my teeth fell out and stuff," and I'm like. Yeah, that yeah. kind of happened to me in real life. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, so it's um, wow. so I wear this big plastic thing over my teeth, and <laughs> I've got such a different lifestyle to what I portray. <laughs> <laughs> Just like live in this small town with my little all my little nana things to help me get to sleep, and yeah. <laughs> Sick. The weighted blanket sounds like a vibe. I could do with that. Yeah, but it's so hot here. Like, I have to put the fan on super high. Mm. And then, like, my face is just really cold all night. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm, like, not willing to sleep without it. Like, it's, I don't know, it's so humid here at the moment. It's so disgusting. Oh, yeah. Far out. Wow. All right. (laughs) Got to do what you got to do. (laughs) You got to do it. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Sick. Well, thanks for having me on. Yeah, thanks for being my second guest. And um, yeah, cool. Can't Who's the first guest? Was uh, my friend Tom. We were doing it in the same mm-hmm. room, so there was a bit more. Um, weirdly, there was more technical difficulties. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so this is good. But um, what was I going to say? Oh yeah, because it's night time. I'm like, maybe I'm not as energetic as usual. <laughs> mm, yeah i feel the same i've had a really yeah quite a boozy day <laughs> <laughs> oh, <true. laughs> i went to the beach by myself it was quite nice oh nice yeah went to noosa yeah good oh iconic yeah yeah but um yeah thanks for being on mine before i got to be on yours <laughs> yes yeah still, well i'll yeah. still working on that <laughs> yeah fully yeah I know, not really my domain, but I'll uh, <laughs> I'll put in a good word. <laughs> oh, it's all good. We'll just, you know, I'll get all my what twenty to thirty um listeners to <laughs> to do yeah, that thing that you guys on. say, like tag <laughs> tag me in it. Maybe I'll start a you know crowd crowd harassment to these New South that, Wales to put I me think on. That's exactly <laughs> what we need. Yeah. That would be really good. All right. I'll get everyone to do it at once. (laughs) Nice. Cool. Coordinated attack. All right, Frank. (laughs) All righty. Have a good night. Thanks for coming to my show last week. No worries. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Good night. All right. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye.